This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. All right, good morning, guys. So we're going to talk about a couple of head, neck, face types of infections. This has been, for whatever reason, just the thing that I can't stop seeing this week. So we're going to talk cellulitis, facial cellulitis. We're going to talk preceptal cellulitis, and we're going to talk orbital cellulitis. And to kind of elucidate all the differences between those things, we'll start with preceptal cellulitis. So the orbit itself has this little septum that separates the soft tissue kind of before that from the orbit itself, which is this really confined space. Preceptal cellulitis is an infection of all those kind of soft tissues before that septum and that's why it's called preceptal cellulitis or periorbital cellulitis and because of its proximity to a lot of the sinuses both the ethmoid sinus and sort of the nasal sinus you cover with some more robust antibiotics than you do for simple facial cellulitis so for those patients you're going to start them on either clinda or bactrim and then you're going to start with like and then add on like an amoxicillin or an augmentin or something like that so it's actually two antibiotics which is different from a facial cellulitis somewhere else on the face a lot of times both of these conditions start with some sort of you know small trauma so we've been seeing a lot of kids coming in with bug bites and so they get these little bug bites on their face they scratch 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 they introduce some bacteria and then that could affect some of the soft tissues of the face so facial cellulitis I had one kid who came in with a bug bite sort of over here on his cheek and he ended up with some redness around that area that's sort of approaching the eyelid or the lower eyelid but it didn't involve the whole preceptal cellulitis all those soft tissue structures so we had other kids who've come in with bug bites similarly scratching and then they kind of get infection of all those soft tissues. So the whole eye gets kind of puffed up, both the upper and lower eyelid starts to become involved. And so that's really where you want to start reaching for some more broad antibiotics or some better antibiotic coverage. And really the goal is to prevent that from becoming an orbital cellulitis, which is an infection that gets behind the septum and into that confined space. And when we're in residency, we get to do elective sometimes. So my last year I got to do an elective on the ophthalmologic service at our hospital, which is super fun. And the ophthalmologist, especially specialists call this a compartment syndrome, so orbital compartment syndrome. And then they can kind of differentiate between an orbital compartment syndrome that has something to do with trauma, like a retrobulbar hematoma or some bleeding behind the eye, or infection like an orbital cellulitis. Both of those are space-occupying lesions that can cause proptosis or pushing the eye forward. And anything that takes up space in that otherwise really confined space can start to put a stretch on the optic nerve and is actually vision-threatening. So orbital cellulitis, the infection that gets behind the eye, can present with proptosis, pain with extraocular movements, pain with your pupillary reflex, and vision changes. Those patients oftentimes look toxic. And because of where that infection is, we remember that the meninges of the brain actually are contingent with the optic nerve. They kind of travel along the optic nerve and they attach to the back part of the eye, right? That's why we can use things like an optic nerve sheath diameter to help us uh, determine if there's increased intracranial pressure. It's because those meninges are contingent along the, the, the back part of the eye back there. And so if you have an infection back there, it's very easy for the meninges to become involved. And so some of the complications of orbital cellulitis are things like meningitis. You can end up with endophthalmitis or infection of the whole globe. That's vision threatening as well. Um, you can end up, you know, with uh, abscesses that need to be drained clinic or drained in the OR. And so this, you know, these have, you know, much more high risk diagnoses that can come with them. You can end up with clots back there. A whole bunch of things can happen as soon as the infection gets into that space. And so for that reason, if you ever find somebody with orbital cellulitis where you're concerned that the infection has gotten deeper, 
you want to put those people on IV antibiotics. And then again, kind of thinking we want to cover for the worst possible outcome, you're covering for meningitis. So you're putting those people on ceftriaxone and uh, vancomycin. They're getting admitted to the hospital. A lot of times they're getting imaging of the orbits, probably CT first and then progressing to MRI. And then they need an ophthalmologist to come and physically see them. So they need an ophthalmology consult. So again, a lot of these present with small amounts of trauma. Bug bites, we're seeing a ton of them this time of year. So something to keep in mind, kind of differentiating between those three things because you actually treat them clinically much different. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Health One Continental Division and Swedish Medical Center for their financial contributions to the EMM. Donations from them and listeners like you make it possible for us to fulfill our mission of producing and spreading free medical education to the masses. If you enjoy our show, please consider making a one-time or reoccurring donation to help cover our operational costs and keep the EMM awesome. Click on the link in our show notes to make a donation. Thank you for listening.